0: If you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1. While you're turning, while you're finding, um, Brother Jack Edwards called and said to thank all of you for your prayers and your calls and your visits. He is at home, but he still, he said, I have a long way to go. The doctor told me it'd be a while. He said, I miss church I miss all of you and so continue to uh, pray for him. Luke's gospel verse seventy six And thou child shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge and salvation on his people <coughs> excuse me by the remission of sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us to give us light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. (coughs) Father, we uh, come to you because we believe in you. Lord, I can't imagine as I think about heaven as I think about going, I can't imagine what you look like. But I know you're going to look better than I can ever imagine. I can't imagine what your son Jesus looks like. But it would be better than I ever imagined. Father, we thank you for your holy word. We thank you for the privilege to share that word every day. And I pray that you'd just bless in this service tonight. and. Uh, be with those, Lord, that are absent from us tonight because of sickness. We have so much sickness. And I pray, Lord, that you'd reach down and touch those that need you most tonight. And Lord, I want to pray for the caregivers of all these people. Sometimes we forget the caregivers. And I just pray for those tonight that are watching over and after the sick that you would make your presence known to them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. This scripture is talking about a man who was a success in the eyes of God. He was a success in the eyes of the Lord. You know, many people today, they want to be successful. They want to make a lot of money. And uh, who doesn't? But what is success? To me, is success... A big success is finding out what God wants you to do and go do it and then watch how He blesses. Zacharias, here, if you recall, Elizabeth became expecting and he thought it was funny because she was old and so was he. So, Lord, give him a double case of laryngitis. For nine months, the boy couldn't speak a word. He could only write on a piece of paper and share the message until the day that his son was born and we know his name was John. Now, Cass is going to put up what he said as soon as he got his voice back, beginning in verse 67. I I just want to read what Zechariah had to say, not about his Son being the daddy of this great man. But listen to what he says. And his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit and he prophesied. And this is what he said. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel for he hath visited and redeemed his people. He hath raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, who have been since the ages began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he spoke to our father Abraham, that he would grant unto us that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. Of course, men, hey, I've been there. I know uh, when a a son is born into the family, you're proud and rightfully so because your hope is that that's the one that's gonna carry on the family name. And I've told our boys many times, hey, all I've got is my name and the Lord Jesus Christ. That's all I have. And it don't take but one incident to ruin my name. And then it'll be said, oh, you're the son of so-and-so. Reminds me of some of those cowboy pictures where the son never could live up to his daddy. And uh, he had to live with that. And it drove him crazy. But let me tell you, we are individuals, all right? We must train our young'uns. And Zechariah, he he was proud to say the least, but he didn't brag on his son. He bragged on the one that was sent from God. Uh, He was pleased with John. And we know that John was a forerunner of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when I think about that forerunner um, out there baptizing And sure, he was drawing a crowd, and he was beginning to be popular, and people were coming out of the woodwork, so to speak, to be baptized. And of course, he got on them one time, you bunch of snakes, you bunch of vipers, and hey, what do you come out here for? You need to repent and be baptized. And um, he said, before long, there will be one coming who is much mightier than I. And it wasn't long till John looked up and said, look yonder, I told you, here he comes. The lamb that taketh away the sins of the world. And then Jesus said, John, I want you to baptize me. Why in the world would Jesus want to be baptized? I say to set an example for the rest of us. Now, the Bible says that he went out in the water. And when John put him under the water and brought him up out of the water, the, the Lord Jesus, hey, there he was, God's only son. And the Father said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm what? Well pleased. He was baptized. We as Christians, we believe, I believe that story. I, I mean, in my mind, that's another picture that I think of, of, of artists who draw these pictures uh, of seeing Jesus and John out in the water and him baptizing him and then to see that dove descending on him, the spirit in the form of a dove. And when I think about that, I think about the qualities of Salvation. Self- Salvation. First of all, there's the pilot of salvation. We see that in verse 76. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest. The highest. You can't get any higher than the highest, okay? Uh, I know people who have worked at cleaning floors and dumping trash and cleaning toilets to go to being salesperson, to go to become a manager, and to go to become the the big dog. Because they stuck with it. But they started at the bottom. And they climbed up. I wish our young people could get that in their heads today. You can't start off at the top. You got to start down here and work your way up. And so many say, well, look at what you've got. Well, hey, I'm 72 years old. I'm on my way out. I ought to have something to show for that many years, right? Hello? My goodness. You want to go home? Oh, the ball game. I didn't forget. The pilot of salvation. It's in the scripture right there. And thou child. Zacharias does not say, my son. He says, thy child. A relationship of John the Baptist with God the Father. You see, God instigated this. God allowed Elizabeth to become pregnant in her old age because God had a plan. God's always got a plan. Don't think you're not in his plan. Hey, he is in the plan. He wants you to be in that plan. Another thing that verse says, prophet of the house. God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the blessed Holy Spirit of God. He also says the Lord. That is a divine title, by the way. When I look at the word Lord, I see a loving Lord who loves others and who is ready and who died on the cross for my sins. That's my Lord who went all the way uh, for me. Also that verse it says to prepare his ways by convincing the people that they stood in need of redemption, that they stood in need of a Savior. I mean, can you imagine this whole world? This whole world. We got, I got several globes, and I love to just spin them, and then when it stops, just put my finger down on with my eyes closed, see, hey, would you want to go there? What has God done? Bible says that Jesus died for one, died for all. And that means the whole world, y'all. That means this entire globe. There's not a person on this earth and for those who have gone on and those who are now and those who will come, there's not a person that Jesus didn't die for. And I'm thankful that he died for my past, my present, and my future sins, I'm thankful for our Redeemer. The second thing, and not only a pilot of salvation here, but we see in verse 77, the pioneer of salvation. If you look at that verse, the word salvation, what is that? That's deliverance. And if you've been saved, hey, you have been delivered from the power of sin. It don't make no, it don't mean we are not going to sin, but we have been delivered from the power of sin. other words, it controls us. the salvation, but also it says by remission of their sin. Remission means pardon, forgiveness. Salvation, you see, is a free gift. You can't earn it, you can't buy it, you can't work enough to have it. And so therefore we received it freely and we need to give it away freely. A a third thing we see on on this uh, qualities of salvation, we see the pilot of salvation, the pioneer of salvation, but... Also, there in verse 78, uh, there is a pattern by which we can follow of salvation. The Bible says in that verse, through. What does that mean? From one end to the other. The psalmist said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. That means there's no layovers, there's no detours, there's there's no uh, distractions, Uh, When I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, there was none before the Lord, and there'll be none after him. There's no one that'll take his place. We also see in that verse the tender mercy. What would we ever have done if God had not been merciful to us? You think about your life right now, as I think about mine. What if God had not had mercy? On this soul, so well, like I've heard some people say, it ain't worth saving no how. Or if a person um, confesses they have been saved, and then they don't live for the Lord and they die, people say, what about that person? Think they're in hell? I said, no, they're not. If they got saved, if they were truly saved. That's the thing about it, to be sure that. None of us would ever have been saved had not the Lord died on the cross for our sins, had not the Spirit of God dealt with us and called us to become a child of God. Um, In that 78th verse, we see a word called day spring. That's the dawning of a new day. Just as the sun gives life and gives warmth to the earth, Listen. So does Jesus create and wants to nourish our spiritual life, so we will grow. I forget what it was. I get. I don't worry, um I guess it was by accident. A piece of plastic, clear plastic, fell on um, a briar. You know how cold it's been. I'm moving stuff. And when I moved that, here's this briar plant who the frost hadn't touched, who the plastic was hovering over the ground so that the, the heat of the earth gave enough warmth to this thing. And the sun coming through the glass, it was still green and still had briars, had thorns on it. Why? Because it was receiving the strength and energy, not only of the earth, but from the sun. We may be covered up, and people don't even notice us. But there's one person that notices us, and that's God. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. He knows where we are. Listen, he knows right now what you're going through, what I'm going through, what we'll face. He knows it all because he's God. The fourth thing um, about the qualities of salvation, not only do we, we, we think about the pilot and the pioneer and the pattern, but also there's a preparation When we look at verse 79, I want to read again to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. I'm thinking of those that among our midst that literally dying with cancer. The shadow of death is hanging. Um, And it says in that verse, to guide our feet into a way of peace. The preparation of of, uh, the gospel, the salvation is made possible by Jesus himself and I look, when I look at that verse the first part says he reveals truth. It says to give light. He reveals the truth. Jesus said I am the truth. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And no man's going to come to the Father unless he come through me by my terms. Alright? So many of us, listen, So many of us want to go by our term. Well, I feel like what I'm doing is right. Well, if it's according to Scripture, God bless you, and he will. But if it's not according to the Holy Word of God, then, hey, you may be being blessed, but it might be outside of what God wants uh, for your life, to give light. You see, he shows things as they really are. When we think about that, he makes known what God is, and what God requires of his children. You see, I remember what my daddy required of me. He required of me to do what he asked me to do. And I can promise you this, of all the things I ever did that my daddy said do, many times he was beside me. Okay? Wasn't anything he asked me to do that he wasn't willing to do Hisself. And our Heavenly Father will not ask anything or require anything of you or me that He has not willing to do, that He has not already been there through His Son Jesus Christ uh, and done it. He gives light. He also gives guidance. That verse says to guide. Not only does Jesus show the way of, of salvation, but He walked in it. And listen, He is the way, not a way. But the way, I remember a dentist I had one time many years ago. I witnessed to him. I asked him, did he know the Lord? He said, yeah, in my own way. I said, well, you know, there's only one way, and that's the Jesus way. He said, yeah, but I believe in my own way. Well, it's not my way, y'all. It's God's way. God designed it. God planned it. God instigated it. And Jesus carried it out. The Bible, that same verse, he gives strength. It says, our feet. You know, without feet, soldiers can't march. And without feet, you and I, we can't stand. And without Jesus, we can't stand and we can't march at all for him. He is our strength. No matter what we're going through, life is hard. Uh, Situations are hard. But... But God knows. That's the greatest thing about God knows. And you know, we put our arms around so many people. And if we've been there, we've been where they are, we can truly say, I know how you feel. But if you haven't, all you can say is, I love you. I'm praying for you. Well, in that same verse, it talks about peace. Our Lord gives comfort. Our Lord gives peace, as Sammy sang, in the midst of the storm. When did Jesus come walking on the water? One of those times, hey, it was a storm, wasn't it? It was a storm. He was not away that far that he couldn't physically walk up there. And another time, he is asleep on a pillow. And they woke him up in the midst of a storm. Do you not care if we perish? Lord, why are you putting me through all of this? I I hear him saying, I love you. Please hang on. Now, what happens after that? It's his will, not mine. You know, Lynn, basically, is a fixer. I'm not near the fixer she is. But if she can't fix something, hey, it's awful. So many things she wants to fix, but she can't. So what she do? She prays and prays hard that God will fix it. He wants to hear the cries of her children. It's the peace that passeth all understanding. There is no other peace. John was to be a prophet according to the scripture. He was to prepare the way of the Lord. He was to be the forerunner. Of the Messiah that had been taught by prophets. And quite clearly, he would tell people about the coming of the Lord. So what is our job? In the midst of the storm, we would tell people about the saving power of Jesus and about his deliverance. Because he's promised not to leave us, nor forsake us. I'm going to be there for you. Look at verse 80 and we're finished. This is what happened to him. John and the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the deserts till the day of his showing to Israel. He was a hidden. You know we see Jesus as the pilot. We see us as pioneers, I think so many times and watching Western movies in there. A lot of those, I love to watch them, those that have the covered wagons and they're, they're on their way west. And, and you look at the wagons. What I like to look at, it's not so much the characters. I like to look at what they're carrying. I mean, everything that could possibly get on the wagon, in it, and on the sides of it, and in their arms, they're carrying it with them. And when a hardship hits, they have to get rid of some stuff because it's too much weight. listen. We want to carry all we can carry, but we're not going to carry anything out of this world. But some of the stuff and things that we do and we have weight us down and we can't move like we need to move. And the wagon master says, hey, you're going to have to get rid of some of this load. You're lagging behind. You're holding up the whole wagon train. And it was hard for them. I think, too, as many of them died along the way. Hey, uh, in this life, Many of us are going to die along the way, but Jesus is coming back. gonna raise up all Christians that's done left this world, and if we're alive when he comes as a Christian, we're gonna be caught up to meet him in the air. Father, thank you for your promise. Thank you for your love, your grace, through your mercy and all that you, you give us, Lord, every day. I, I thank you for all the provisions Uh, that you supply. Uh, Thank you, Lord, for your love. Lord, I pray that you'd speak to hearts tonight. Some of our people, Lord, their hearts are heavy, and they're wondering what's gonna happen next. God, I pray that you give them the peace that passeth all understanding tonight. And Lord, we realize, know without you, we are nothing, but with you, we can accomplish all things. Lord, I just pray that you will be done. God, we'll love you and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.